0: egg yolk the world's cutest green baby and a whole lot of mud we're talking about <laughs> the mandalorian chapter two i'm devin green your host for today co-host for today and with me as always love my life steve carly hello steve
1: so happy to be here as i should be because i'm well, also you the should be here
0: yeah <laughs> i would be very sad if you weren't today yeah. we're talking about the mandalorian chapter two titled the child which was a surprise to me i didn't realize they were going to be naming these things
1: i just I, I didn't think about that until right now yeah yeah oh okay let well,
0: the child obviously being the uh the little green yoda species baby which the internet has called yiddle yiddle so i guess until okay. it's named that's how we'll refer it yeah Makes all right sense. we'll join join the cultural zeitgeist i guess <laughs> we're talking yiddle um i do have a correction to make from last podcast oh, last shit. episode
1: wait well first of all i still stand by whatever we said anyway
0: well i stand by it but <laughs> i was wrong. Okay. The The planet they go to is not Tatooine. It's actually Arvela 7. Arvela 7. Which, okay. I mean, I guess that's our third prominent desert planet in the Star Wars galaxy now. I'm With sure there's Jakku, plenty right? more. Yeah. Um, which, funny enough, because the Jawas that are featured in this episode, um, their action figure is called Offworld Jawas. And they're not the Jawas we saw in New Hope. So I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here?
1: Different species of
0: Jawa. And then once I figured it out, I was like, wait a minute. Of course, they're on our Vela 7 and not Tatooine.
1: Okay. Good correction.
0: <laughs> what did you think of this episode, Steve?
1: Oh, it's because we just watched it my second time. Um, I, it's funny because, like, when I first saw it, I liked it a lot. But now the more – I guess it being a TV show, it's help, it's it, it's not as helpful when I don't know the whole overarching story because not a whole lot happens, I guess, in the first and second episode now. right? But the issue – I don't know. There's – I mean, overall, I liked it, but there's a couple of of scenes that I don't care for, and we'll talk about that. Sure,
0: we'll get into that. I do love the beginning, how we show the Mandalorian and Yiddle on their way back to the ship, and then they're in that little valley area, and then you see the Trandoshans. I think they're either bounty hunters or they're some kind of mercenary, but obviously they want Yiddle as well. Mm -hmm. And I love that shot of the Mandalorian's helmet, and you see the reflection of them jumping over the little canyon area.
1: I don't think I noticed that part.
0: You didn't notice that part? I don't think so. It's in the reflection of his helmet. We talked about it as we were watching. You're like, oh, I love that. And now you're like, I don't know.
1: Never once have I said I love that part. I love the the spearhead of the weapons they use. (laughs) Okay, I guess guess I'll have to go back and point
0: it out to you. But in the reflection of the Mandalorian's helmet, you see the three or so of them. You see them jumping. And that's kind of like a good... Completely missed that part. Yeah, they're they're Give coming. They're coming okay. for the Mandalorian. They're mad. <laughs> so okay. yeah, we get that cool little fight scene that takes place. Now, let me ask you this though: like, what
1: what is his what is he doing? What's what, before he gets attacked? What is his what is his uh, mission to go back to? Well, his Well, he's shirt? on his
0: way back to the Razor Crest okay. with the the that's, child. That's what in I figured. I just want to make sure to turn in that bounty. But Sweetheart. he's not the first one. He's not the only one who wants that baby. I want that baby, to I be honest too. with
1: you. Give me that baby. Give
0: me that baby. <laughs> I mean, that thing is the cutest thing I've ever seen. The, the internet
1: was, is, it's obvious that this guy was created solely for marketing purposes and it's working. It's working I mean, very I well. I don't know about, I, I mean, don't know, dude, you're going to be sure. First of all, toys it's Star from... Wars,
0: so everything's created for marketing purposes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, but I just, I think maybe John Favreau was like, hey, we haven't seen a lot of Yoda species, so let's throw this thing in there. And we can kind of play around with that, which is kind of cool to like be John Favreau first and foremost. Just to be John Favreau, yeah, would probably be really that'd be cool. Nice. But the fact that you can create lore for Yoda's species of alien, I think it's pretty cool.
1: I think no matter what he does, someone's going to complain about it. Oh, for sure. Um, That's just the fandom in a nutshell.
0: So yeah, homeboy Mandalorian was on his way back to the Razor Crest, got into the fight with the Trandoshans, and that was the first time we really got to see that cool rifle of his in action. Yeah.
1: Cause I mean, I think we've only really seen him use it as a kind of like a staff that shocks right. people.
0: So it the, like the forked barrel can shock. Yeah. And then
1: it's like a tuning fork almost. But right. It's shocking. Yeah.
0: And then we get to see, I guess it's more of a muzzle than a barrel. I'm not a huge gun nut. Excuse sure. me. Okay. Um, yeah, whatever. Even though I haven't been playing call of duty. So you'd think I would notice stuff. You basically, if you play Call of Duty, you're basically a gun nut and you basically <laughs> know everything you need to know about guns. So I just love how the one Trandoshan is running toward Yiddle, baby Yoda, and then the Mandalorian gets him with the rifle and just disintegrates him, just knocks... He turns into a pile of laundry, basically.
1: Pile of laundry. It reminds me of uh, War of the Worlds with the, with the laser right. right disintegrates right. him into clothes.
0: We need the sound effects, though, from the War of the Worlds. Oh, God, yeah. So Mandalorian, he comes out on top. I wasn't surprised. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then he, we get back to the Razor Crest, only to find out it's been stripped apart by Jawas once again. See, some people think they're Tatooine Jawas. They're not. They're <laughs> not Seven not us. Jawas. You can tell certainly because the Tatooine Jawas, it's a more brown robe. These, this is like more of like a grayish robe, and they've got red eyes. Whereas Tatooine Jawas famously have yellow eyes. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's how you, that's how you can tell the difference. Um, oh, okay. So being Jawas, that's what they do. They strip, they like to, they strip parts. And maybe, I don't know what they're doing in the Sandcrawler, but they're scavengers. They like to take droids. Well, as
1: Quill says, they they don't ever steal. They don't ever destroy. They only steal. That's right.
0: So they're making off with most of the Mandalorian ship. Mandalorian's obviously not happy about it. Turns a couple of them to laundry as well. Shooting at them. Mm -hmm. And that part was kind of fun just to watch a couple of them get disintegrated. Yeah. And, um, a chase ensues, <laughs> and
1: <laughs> very slow. Well, I guess it's kind of. I guess the sand crawler, sand crawler, yeah, sand pretty fast. So I want to say it's like a slow movement, but eh, it's pretty
0: good. It's a nice throwback to A New Hope to see a sand crawler again, and we get to see the inside of one for the first time. I don't remember if we see one in A New Hope or not. No, I'm. I'll be, uh, do you remember? No, I don't remember at all. <laughs> I unfortunately, expect you to. Damn it. So we see the Mandalorian. He is. Climbing up it like Batman in the 60s show. I That's kind I of what saw, it reminded me of.
1: I th- well, I think I saw there was a... Sc- on Twitter, someone posted who did it better kind of scenario. Right. meme of it, so...
0: And so, meanwhile, the was they're throwing parts at him. And meanwhile, he's just yanking them off. eating them down into the ground. And that was fun. I'm still laughing. at turning into laundry. <laughs> I just said <laughs> so, laundry today. The Mandalorian gets to the top. There's a group of them there. He draws his blaster. They all shock him off. He flies off the sand crawler, falls flat on the ground. Now it looks like a hurt man. Now, I mean, I, this is this is between you and me. I'm, we're not even talking to the okay, audience good. right now. Yeah. So everyone cover your ears. Yeah. Now be honest with me. Were you were you afraid for the Mandalorian?
1: <laughs> Did you think he was gonna make it out of there? I'm not gonna lie to you. I worried for his health. I feel like, because, I mean, he's not he's not a young person, the Mandalorian, so I, as soon as he hit the ground, I was like his back. He's not going to get up from that. He hit and he's the ground pretty alert.
0: hard there, and I was like, I saw you. You were biting your nails. I was chattering a bit, yeah. You were clenching the collar of your shirt. But, but, but the pearls were clutched, yeah. All right, everyone who covered their ears, you guys can listen again.
1: First of all, yeah, now that you can you can hear us, I, I wasn't worried at all. No, he wasn't, he worried. wasn't worried. I knew he
0: was going to come out of that on top. I also wasn't worried. I'd like to make that clear. um So... We get to see Quill again. I I'm pronouncing it quill. I don't know if it's Quill. I I didn't hear the I pronu- almost
1: wish it was Quill only because we have Peter Quill. Right, from Marvel, and that's kinda so. what
0: I'm wondering about. Because it is it's spelled K-U I I L. Oh. That that's, sounds like a Quill if you ask me. I but I don't know. I I tried to go back to the first episode. I didn't hear him pronounce his name. Let's just call him Quill.
1: I'm here by declaiming it as Quill now.
0: But before that, we see the Mandalorian. He's fixing his chest plate. He's kind of tooling around with his armor. And then we see a very important part of the episode, which is Baby Yoda Yiddle. Once again, I really hope they name this guy soon. Because it's hard. Like, even online, no one really knows what to call him. And his name isn't Yiddle. And it's kind of silly, but that's all we have for now. Mm -hmm. So we see Yiddle go up to the Mandalorian. And he's trying to do, like, a force heal on him. And the Mandalorian doesn't realize what he's doing, and he keeps kind of just putting him back in his little bassinet-type thing. Oh, he was healing him. He was trying to, yeah. Because he kept reaching out, and I think because the camera kept going to his wound, that... Yetal was trying to heal him using the Force. Oh,
1: I mean that makes sense to me. I didn't think about that at the time. I thought he was just being a baby trying to touch him, but no, that actually makes a lot more sense.
0: So I'm wondering if Yoda's specific species can is just really strong in the Force. I just assumed that they were born with like you know with the coursing right. through their veins
1: kind of thing. I just a lot of people I saw on Twitter to keep bringing up Twitter were kind of like. You think it's like a double standard, like oh, you know, like you guys get you call Ray and Mary Sue when she gets, you know, because she just learns everything when Yoda. But I think his, I mean, I the way I see it is his species is just a, you know, a concentrated Force species.
0: Right. One, I thought maybe, Quill. <laughs> once again, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, whatever. I, I was listening listening very closely because I thought maybe he would say like oh you've got a such and such there whoa i haven't seen one of those since i was <laughs> since prospecting on 15 years ago yeah um... 15 space years ago because he seems like somebody who's well-traveled and kind of knows the galaxy and knows a lot about things. Well,
1: he mentioned at the end that he's worked his entire life to, you know, free himself of servitude. So right. So I wonder what that's all about. And I,
0: I am curious to see if they get into that a little bit. Like, maybe if he was, like, a slave to the Empire. I doubt or it. Or if It'd he... It'd be like, cool to see, but I don't think that's going to happen. If he worked on some crew. There is something in Star Wars called a life debt. Really? And that's... Chewbacca has a life debt to Han, I believe. And that's like when you save somebody's life in Star Wars, they owe you their life by oh. like kind of being a servant to you. Okay. Which that's kind of, I'd be like, well, I didn't ask to be saved by you. So I'm not, <laughs> right. I'm going to go ahead and right. not work for you. I'd rather you let me die next time. Right. Because let's just say carrying your stuff, that ain't part of the bargain. No. Okay. That wasn't a good joke. Um, We're going to go. That was pretty good. <laughs> so Quill takes the Mandalorian to the Jawas and um they're very weary of the mandalorian because obviously rightfully
1: so right. well he even says he's like it's like uh, Quill's like i'm surprised you know they're 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 not they're not a big fan of you he's like well i did dissent right. a couple of them right i killed quite
0: them. a few of them um and they're like well we don't want to work with you mandalorian
1: again rightfully so rightfully so, so. Can't blame listen him.
0: trust issues i get it <laughs> so Quill's like hey you got to drop your blasters and he's like well i'm a mandalorian it's part of my religion Weapons Which... Of- or to part of me, my religion.
1: To me that toes the line between like badass and cheesy and like edgy, you know. It's like,
0: okay, I get
1: it. But I've it, seen it a lot of line. like
0: Second Amendment heavy people on Facebook use that. Like, that's uh, right, baby. That's great. part of
1: my religion. Fantastic. That might be why I find it almost edgy. Almost edgy. It's it's good, but it toes that line for me. But I think you could say anything wearing that armor and you still look pretty cool. Yeah. I'm having a hell of a time with my audio trying to make sure I'm not blowing this out. This that's is that's right. Rough, but yeah, you're right, though. He, he, yeah, the Mandalorian, he just exudes cool. and you were saying how oh, it's funny how I mean, we have no idea if it's if it's uh Pedro Pascal in there the entire time, it could be anybody in under that helmet. Well, It'd probably I, save some money on makeup.
0: I think production wise, it's probably super easy because, like, for all the rough stunts they have to do, first of all, I think Pedro Pascal probably is in there a majority oh, of the time. Yeah, I'm assuming because why wouldn't you be if I had a role where I was the Mandalorian and I got to wear mandalorian armor hell yeah yeah so i just i feel like that alone why wouldn't you be because you could just get to play star wars in the desert and wear cool armor agreed pal so anyway he's taken to the jawas and i do love that little back and forth between all of them because they're very cheeky and very mischievous and cheeky is a good word you know he (laughs) i like how uh they kind of try to diss him and the mandalorian's got the flamethrower gauntlet and he kind of shoots that out and everyone's like holy smokes
1: it's and just, um, they don't get along clearly,
0: right? And then they compare him to a Wookiee, which is pretty rude, if you ask me.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I I could see them being in like the same genus of Wookie and like Ewoks, Wookiee, and
0: Jawas. To me, are very well, we, similar in animal. We don't really know what Jawas look like under the hood. I think it's like a bunch of like I don't want to know raps and stuff. I don't know. Oh, really? Okay. But anyway, the Mandalorian wants his stuff back. And he's like, I'm not going to just bargain for it. I want my stuff because they want his armor. And then at one point they're like, oh, what's that baby doing over there? And I do like when he like yells, like, get away from it. And it's like very gruff and angry. And it almost makes you think like, is he getting attached to this thing? Or is he just like, that's my bounty and that's also money for me. So don't touch it. I hope it's the latter. Yeah. You were mentioning how
1: you hope that like, I hope that when that in the next episode he gives him up and then that's it. We never hear from him again. But I guarantee you, it's going to be. A, yeah. You know, this is the show about him. Either connect. It's a Logan situation. I'm not. I'm not into right. that. Right. I was going to say. Wrong. I
0: feel like we've seen that a lot, where it's like, the gruff anti-hero has to transport like the forbidden child to <laughs> whoever it needs to go to, and then obviously it grows on him. I mean. The internet's pretty much in love with this little thing, this little Yodel yeah. boy, and I'm one of them. I think last episode I mentioned. At first, I was like, I don't really want them to bring in a baby Yoda, because I liked how his species was like this super rare, not well-known thing. I mean,
1: it still could be. I mean, it's, it really right. does seem like they don't. Neither of them
0: really knows exactly what what the hell he is. I think once we get back to the client. And the doctor, mm-hmm. I think, I think it's going to be explained why they want this thing eventually. Yeah, of course.
1: Um, but Again, I, I just I want him to. Here he is. He explains what he is, and then they move on to something else. I just don't want this to be all about him and that baby Yoda. Right. Yittle. That thing is so damn cute, though. I know. It's. <laughs> I mean, Disney knows how to make you know cute. I mean, you know, these are the people who made Porgs. You know, Porgs are pretty cute, but this guy, way cuter than the Porgs. I mean we already have like even Yoda's pretty cute.
0: Yeah. Nine hundred years old,
1: pretty cute. Especially when he goes through like four different designs in terms of, as technology gets better and better throughout the years. Right. He so goes from puppetry to like all CGI.
0: So back to the story, the Jawas they want an egg. And that's how they're gonna give the Mandalorian his parts back. Yeah. And so he's gotta go into this cave of a creature called a Mudhorn. I looked that up. It's called the Mudhorn.
1: It's a good name. I like the name.
0: Knocks him into oblivion. And uh, the Mandalorian has a pretty rough time with it. He's like, he's a zero and two on creatures. It's
1: nice to know that he's a flawed character. He's not like this, you know, he's not like a character that just can overtake anything that
0: comes at him. I mean, last episode, the Blurgs nearly got him. Mm -hmm. This episode, the Jawas got him, you know, because they shocked him and he fell off the sand crawler. That's a good point. He,
1: I think he's really o for 3 for, like, encounters, except for, like, well, you know, when he's fighting other terrestrial, uh, what's the word, uh, like, earth, not earth-like, but, like, human Humanoids, Humanoids yeah, yeah. He can clean up. But when he has to face something that's bigger than he is, it doesn't do very well. I don't think
0: so. I don't think it's working out for no. him. Because, um, yeah, this Mudhorn's doing quite a number on it's him. doing a
1: number on Yeah, it's cleaning his clock for sure.
0: And his, like, armor's coming off, and his gun jams. And he's just really having not a great time with it, getting real muddy in the process. And then I do like how the things like it goes after Yiddle at one point and he like swipes on his gauntlet and it moves the little like.
1: So he he puts something on it to
0: do that? It's almost like. (laughs) Because I wondered that. It reminds me of like Bluetooth. Sure. Like, did he, like, connect it to his gauntlet and it's, like, paired up now? And so now he can, like, control it? Sure. Okay. So he
1: just re- he re- reroutes the Because the there's direction. been a couple
0: times where he's, like, been able to control it sure. and, like, move it. Um, So the Mandalorian is pretty beat at this point. He pulls out, like, a really small blade. And I do like how he's just, he's willing to fight till the end. I mean, he's pretty much physically spent at this point.
1: He's being charged, and he just holds the blade out, which... Very just,
0: like, passively.
1: It's just Mm -hmm. very, just, tiredly. You wonder if he accepts the fact that he's probably
0: not going to come out of this alive. Right, and then the probably two-ton animal, three-ton animal, gets lifted in the air, and we see it's Yiddle, and he's using the Force just like Yoda did and the Empire Strikes Back. Like to, with lift, to lift
1: up the X-Wing. Yeah, I know right. that. So... Hey, you got it. <laughs> hey, Star Wars right. expert over hey, here. Well, you know.
0: Um, so that was cool to see that. And once again, it's like I'm very much towing the line and I'm getting over it very quickly, but I didn't really want the Jedi to be in this show. <laughs> like I was, I'm very much in the camp that there's more interesting stuff in the Star Wars galaxy than just Jedi
1: I mean, there's more stuff, period. There's so much more.
0: Right. Like, I, I was just excited about a show about bounty hunters and like different Western, kind of criminals yeah. within the Star Wars galaxy. But, I mean, once again, I'm, I'm getting over it very quickly. I mean,
1: it's still early on, so... Right, because, you
0: know. I mean, Jedi are cool and the Force is cool, but we've got almost nine movies about the Force right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, why not just kind of let this bounty hunter live within this time period and, like, not have it be about Jedi, but it's still very early on. We don't know what it's going to turn into, but obviously this is kind of the way it's going so far. But I I also say that I'm fine with it and I'm getting over it very <laughs> yeah, quickly. At the same time, Jedi is a cool thing. Jedi, so. Jedi are great, yeah. so why not?
1: But yeah, so he levitates the creature, which basically gives him the edge, and then he does a, the first part that I just do not like about this. I, is, I do agree with you, but go on. Is when so at that point, you know, Yoda Lee uses the Force on the on the mud horn, great name, yeah. Uh, he, then he collapses. And Tucker has a little kid out. You know, he's 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 done zone. Right. Uh, but then the Mandalorian—that's pretty much
0: me going up any flight of stairs. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and
1: then. Uh, Mandalorian just kind of stabs him right in like the face with the knife and he just goes down. But like with the smallest blade, it's almost like a Swiss army knife. I wonder if it's like laced with something. I mean, I wish they would explain that because it just, it doesn't make it. it sure. He I stabs mean, my, when he kills I guess my sense, only but...
0: explanation is that like it hit like a main artery and bam, it got him. But like, yeah, but I wish
1: they would portray that better because it's I just, it's just a stab and he's done. They could
0: have odd. used one of those like God of war style, like finishers where like, He's swinging around on the thing and stabbing at it, sure. and like you're almost riding the thing, and then takes it down. But
1: he just takes one stab the, at it, literally, three, metaphorically, the three-inch
0: blade like the thick hide of that thing. Yeah,
1: and he's down. Which is, I just, I mean, I hope there's an explanation there, but there's not going to be because it's now in the past. But I just it, it does not so well with me at all.
0: Uh, once again, it's like you're able to get over it very quickly because yeah. it's just Star Wars and it's a it's, lot of fun. Yeah, agreed. I watched this. I watched it for the first time on a plane to Nashville. I'm actually fresh off the plane right now, back in the Detroit, Michigan area. If you're listening, I don't know where you're from, but <laughs> we're from Michigan. Um, and it wasn't as fun to watch on a plane. A plane is a lot louder than I thought it would be. And but I lost on a phone. Like, it's yeah. not a very dialogue-heavy episode. No, which is nice. So that's pretty good.
1: I like that there's a mixture. The first episode's very di- surprisingly dialogue-heavy. So uh, then, season episode two is not.
0: So the mudhorn dies. Our helmeted hero goes into the cave, retrieves the egg, which is like furry, furry, and like it's almost like, looks like it's carpeting. like yeah, it looks like it's covered in carpet. <laughs> Safe
1: seventies shag carpeting.
0: And I remember being on the plane, and I'm like, "What do the Jawas need with that egg? Are they gonna like raise the baby mudhorn to like?" do like farming stuff or like what would they need probably a smarter move on their part but so you know by the time the mandalorian gets back to the sand crawler they're like about to leave and quill's like hang on the mandalorian's back it's all good we got our egg and so what do they do they just pop it off and those boys are going they're ravaging the goo (laughs) in the yoke yeah he just
1: takes a blade cuts it in half and they start going to town on the yoke the sweet yellow yolk in it which obviously, is, it has some sort of, you know, effect on them. Which is
0: funny, because I immediately thought of you, yeah. our breakfast connoisseur. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, believe me, I want to get in there, too.
0: <laughs> our egg lover. That, um, I kind
1: of wanted to try it, too. I want to get my whole face in that goo, for sure. Were,
0: they weren't even scrambling it or nothing.
1: I, this, I, it obviously has some sort of, you know, in some sort of canonical, you know, in-universe effect to them. It's like catnip or something, because they are willing to give all of the Mandalorian parts back. What, what's the name of the ship again? Razor Crest. Razor Crest. All that name. Well, yeah, they're willing to give back all everything they stole from the Razor Crest for just a, a handful of the goo in their to their face. So, uh, you know, hey, I, I I respect it. I understand it. I'm into it. I can
0: relate to it. You do what you can for the goo. Yeah. You gotta get the goo the protein. I get it. It's so, a great protein. They're on their way back to the ship. They being. Yiddle, Mandalorian, and Quill. Quill? Quill? We, we'll we we'll find out by chapter three.
1: I mean, none, at this point, none of them have names. Right. <laughs> Yiddle from the internet,
0: Pig Mandalorian. Pigman, Pig Man, Boba Fett 2, and Baby Yoda. There you go. There we sure. go. There you go. Um, And I like how at this point, Quill's like, now explain to me again what happened. And he's like, I don't even... The Mandalorian's like, I don't know what happened. So it's like... Yeah. Interesting how the Force isn't super well known. Mm-mm. Which is funny to me because... I mean, the Jedi weren't really a secret. I think the Empire kind of tried to, like, shelve the Jedi. Fake news? Fake news, the Jedi. They tried to gaslight the whole galaxy into saying, hey, the Jedi aren't real. Um... But I mean, like the Jedi's temple was in like essentially space New York, which is Coruscant. Space, it was NYC. like in the center of it all, and it was space, a pretty Manhattan. It was a pretty big deal, but I mean, the galaxy's pretty big, so.
1: But that's the thing, like, because you, as you said, that you know, we, we we don't love the idea of going back to the Jedi. But if no one knows much about the Jedi in this universe, in this area of right. the world, that, that's you know, that, that's an interesting turn on its head.
0: I guess it was just more like I wasn't expecting force stuff, but I mean, it's there and it's fine. Yeah. Um. We go to a montage of them fixing up the Razor Again, Crest. this is
1: another part of the episode I did not like, and how you didn't it like just—I just—I mean, Jesus! It could take days to to rebuild this machine, sure, this ship, and they just a montage of them doing it for like five minutes. And obviously, it took them a while, but it would take days or weeks to rebuild this thing from the ground up. I and mean, they you got to see
0: it. like the sweat and maybe the laughs they shared <laughs> along the way.
1: I mean, I get it. Obviously, no one wants to see an hour and a half episode of right. them fixing this shit, but it's like. I just wish they did it Some better way But hey I mean
0: I would love An hour and a half episode Of this show Period Yeah yeah. This one did go a lot quicker Than last episode And last episode Went pretty quick I think this one Topped out at like 32 minutes 32 minutes Yeah. Yeah And man, they just go so quick.
1: There was a lot of unexpected things about the show, but to me, the most unexpected is how short the episodes I are. I was
0: really hoping for like a 45 minute, maybe 50 minute runtime. I thought it would be at least an hour, like an
1: hour in a couple minutes, an hour and change each, but it is not the case. And I'm really hoping they fix that.
0: We'll have to look into it for next episode, but I, yeah, I hope that like, at least give us like an hour long finale. Yeah. And then I'll finale for an hour long. <laughs> Can I get a hello? <laughs> so, <laughs> hello. Yes. Hello. Um, the Mandalorian asks Quill, he's like, do you want to join my crew? Quill says, no, he's already lived a life of servitude and he's just kind of ready to pack it in and live his little rancher life on. Very peaceful now. Because appara- 7. Apparently
1: attacking a bunch of, apparently killing what, like, like to 10, uh, whatever, whatever they're called. Nickdos. What? Nikdos, Nikdos. Thank you. Apparently, killing ten Nikdos means bringing peace to the land. Again, I don't care for that. I
0: mean, I don't know what, yeah, he, I guess, what what the hell happened. I guess we don't know like how many weapons are in the area. We don't know how many of them like in general there are. So maybe there are more coming.
1: I mean, he just says that you know the he he want, he all he wants is peace in his land, and after killing ten Nikdo. One mud mud uh, horn. Well, the mud horn I mean, wasn't for him.
0: him. That was for the. That was strictly for the egg.
1: So, okay, so just killing just ten Nickdos, and that's now brought peace to the land. But... I mean, hey, okay. I,
0: I am hoping that we see more of him in the future. Yeah, he's a good character. He is a good character. Played great by Nick Nolte. Uh, I think the internet's really taken with the whole I have spoken line. Ugh. Which, it's... I mean, it's, like, fine, but... <laughs> Man, the internet really loves that line. <laughs>
1: and it's one of those things where as soon as he says it, you think, okay, yep. the internet's going to love this, and they're going to take it too
0: far. And they have. Yeah, yeah, that's evident. So that about wraps up chapter two of The Mandalorian. Overall, it's a good, I mean, you
1: know, it's it's definitely like a filler episode. I mean, which is weird to say for a right, show I... with two episodes in, but I would like to see some story development by now. It's only eight episodes, man. They gotta really gotta. As as, you, as we can all tell from the new trilogy, they haven't. They're they're having a hard time really focusing on a story and wrapping it all up. Um, I mean, you could you could that we've seen episodes. That, you know, the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. What can you tell me that has really happened a whole lot? I don't even know. I think it's confusing still. Right. I think a lot of people are realizing that now. So I would like for them to start getting some. Again, we don't know. Um, I hope that's going to be the case with episode three through eight. They have time certainly right
0: and so we still haven't seen gina carano's character cara dune she mm-hmm. hasn't shown up yet i thought maybe she would have this episode uh, we still haven't gotten introduced to giancarlo esposito's character which i'm very excited oh yeah about. i forgot he was in this because he's nice. like it looks like he's playing some kind of like imperial officer whatever yeah. that even is at this point
1: which is not a shock for him he plays a good uptight villain right but character. i know he's
0: got like a lot of heavy artillery with him and I'm really excited when they bring those in. And We can dive into it. We'll it's, talk about it on the show. I think it's a cape, too. Uh, Steve, being our production boy, what can you tell us about the behind-the-scenes production aspects of this episode? I
1: mean, there's not much really to talk about. I mean, it, this is directed by Rick. You and I are great at mispronouncing names. Fumaiwa, the director of Dope from 2015. He was attached to direct The Flash, but then again, who wasn't attached? I think you and I were at one point attached we were, to direct yeah. The Flash. Um, although now apparently it's officially happening. Um, but then he bounced out of that with along with everybody else. Other than that, I mean, you know, so Dave Filoni for one. And then I I believe like Taika is the eighth. I mean, these are all on IMDb. You can find I know who... Filoni's got another episode yeah. coming up as well. I, I like the idea of not... I like the idea of waiting until the episode ends so you can see who directed it, you know? Um, other than that, I mean, you know, it's Craig Fraser's the DP. Uh, again, huge shout out to Ludwig Göransson, Göransson, uh the composer. Amazing work, man. Yeah. That, I love the music in this it's show. It's like,
0: he's doing such a good job. And I, I know, we're, I, we probably touched on this last week, but he's doing such a good job at like mixing this Western with this like epic fantasy With tribal. It's like together. tribal
1: fantasy Western, which is fantastic. Because when he's...
0: When the Mandalorian leaves the planet on the Razor Crest, and it's like that really, like, triumphant horn music. Yeah. It's really cool. Gets you really excited for what's to come.
1: I'm telling you, it just, it, it you listen to that, and you think, this is the guy who did Black Panther. Like, right. it really is. Like, he has a style, which is great.
0: And Black Panther has fun music, too. It's great.
1: It's the best part of the movie, I think.
0: All right. I guess that about wraps it up for yeah. chapter two.
1: Short and sweet, you know? I mean... Hopefully we can get some longer episodes, but you know, it's easy to binge, I guess.
0: If you made it this far, thanks for listening.
1: Give us, well, okay, so our episode, hopefully by the time you listen to this, the this show will be available on iTunes finally. it's It's been submitted for review. It's taken them longer than I thought, um, but we're on Spotify. Find us on Spotify. I guess, I don't know how you're listening to this, but hopefully it's iTunes. Um, otherwise Spotify tune in.
0: Can we get on Overcast? How do we do that? Overcast just takes the, it
1: just takes from all of the third party clients. I think except for pocket cars kind of just takes the RSS feed from iTunes.
0: Well, if you found us, I hope you enjoyed it. Leave us a review, man. Yeah. Give us a review. Check us out. We've got more to come.
1: That's Um, it, man. Yeah. And then next week we'll
0: be back with chapter three.
1: Do um, we know if it is it now a Friday drop or a
0: once a week drop from now on? I am on? not sure. See, I I should check that out. Right, we'll and, get that, we'll, you know. and we'll figure Stay it tuned. out. By Stay tuned. Season by chapter three. I feel like right now I'm a pilot who doesn't know how to land a plane. Okay. So we're just gonna go ahead and say goodbye. Enjoy your week. Enjoy chapter three. And we, Thanksgiving.
1: We'll be I actually Thanksgiving might be the next one. Next week. We'll All see right. See
0: you then. Bye bye. <laughs>